Today is Tuesday, April 25th, and we are in the studio, and I'd like to thank our sponsors, the Skull Bandits. Tricky, take it from there. <laughs> Talk about our sponsor. <laughs> uh, they, they make a horrible product. It's not good for you, and uh, I, I'm... You don't, I, I don't, you want, don't want to dispa- tell a story? I don't want to disparage a sponsor, but no, I tried one as a preteen. I won't say how old I was, but I was very young, and uh, I did not like it, and therefore never been much of a dipper. Well, I will say who makes a great product oh. is Zyn, Z-Y-N, also known as gum pillows. They're a nice nicotine uh, pouch. They don't have any tobacco in it, so you're trying to get off tobacco, but you're still looking for that little... Nicotine Buzz. I highly recommend Zen. Peppermint's my go-to flavor. Um, I know Will is a big citrus guy. Um, know some cool mint guys. Also, Chill is a good option too. But if you're looking to get off tobacco and maybe just still get that nicotine, Zen. Z-Y-N. And if Zen can't do it for you, we're going to slide over to who was your coach, Tricky? No, I'm not even going to do that. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. You're listening to Turtle Heads Podcast with your host, Dave Lee, Tricky and... Go Terps, go Oilers, and go Raven. I'm Eli Monk, and I have Marilyn Pride. So let's go right into our Terps, our Maryland men's basketball Terps spring roster. Well, let's look at something. We're making some space for some players. But before we get into that, Mark Turgeon's fingerprint is almost completely gone after one year. This was his last team before he quit on the team. It was Marcus Dockery, gone. Fats Russell, gone. Eric Ayala, Xavier, gone. Uh, Pablo DeZuba, gone. Hakeem Hart, gone. Aiden McCool, uh, gone. Simon Wright, see ya. Ike Cornish. No longer with the club. Arnaud Rivas. Brett Carcass. Still here. And Quadus Wahab. Wahab. I still so, don't know. He, gone. He, he's like in his like 12th year. Yeah, and he's, yeah. still, he's just trying to find somebody that would let him play. Still. I was just wondering so, what the hob he was even doing on the team. <laughs> so, with that said, Julian, Ju- Ian Martinez, Dante Scott, and walk-on Brett Carcass. <laughs> are the only people left on the roster from Mark Turgeon's era. And then going into the roster as a whole, we have, of course, Jameer Young's. Uh, Dante's back. Jahari Long. Noah back. And Swatton Rock. The Mark Turgeon fingerprint is left of Juju, Dante, and Ian Martinez. They're the last three remaining of the Mark Turgeon fingerprint. But that makes you wonder, Tricky, if we're freeing up space, who could we be bringing in? I don't know, but I've seen this rather tall feller uh, that played for Michigan last year who uh, probably should just return home where he should have been in the first place. Uh, been uh, kind of like the Jets waiting on Aaron Rodgers. We've been waiting on this uh, Hunter Dickinson thing for a little while now. Yes, and 
we are the number one Hunter Dickinson podcast, are we not? I always have been. Always been a big fan myself. Uh, you know, took some others a little while to come around, but uh, you know, we all make mistakes. Yes, and we can all be forgiven for our mistakes and given a second chance. And uh, it sounds like from his visits to College Park, he was uh, welcomed with open arms. So, and the best part is, I don't know if we announced this or not, but you said visits. He did have more than one. His flight was actually canceled to Kansas and got rescheduled. He did go to Kansas, but what did he do? He went back to College Park and hung out with his high school coach, Mike Jones, and former teammate, Jameer Young. Who? So, Dave has said it from the beginning. The man wants to be a Terp. I was skeptical at first, but I am leaning. If anybody is on Twitter and follows us at Turtleheads, Turtleheads Talk on Twitter and Instagram, Jordan Monk crystal balled Hunter Dickinson to the Terps. I, I think I saw today uh, Hunter Dickinson is like the most highly touted uh, transfer ever in the transfer portal. I think Jeff – I don't know if it was Jeff that uh, posted it. Uh, if you're looking for the least talent um, – <laughs> This is yeah. his third time in the, tr- in the portal. Uh, yeah, also um, that C.J. Frederick guy that was at Iowa a couple years back, he transferred to Kentucky last year. He entered the portal again. I think he committed to like Cincinnati or something today. But um, Revis entered the portal like a couple hours ago, and he's already committed to Weber State. So, um, I mean, I don't know. Damian Lillard went to Weber State. So maybe Revis is like, all right, let me let me go over here and do some Dame shit real quick. And <laughs> oh, wow. First Zen, now that. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's Patty Monk up. and <laughs> Janet Smith will not be listening to this episode today. Yeah, yeah he's hopped up on that Zen. Yeah. Or what do they call it? Lip pillow? Something like that? Gum Throat? pillow. Throat? Gum, gum pillows, pillows yes. Gum pillows. Yes, he's floating on a gum pillow right now. But there's your Maryland basketball. Not much to talk about, but we're looking at early May announcement. He does have a visit to Kentucky. Um, has he visited Villanova yet? I don't think so. So they're still out there. Like I said, anything can happen. But the rumor is Willard met with some high rollers up in New York for uh, NIL money. So the money is there. I don't think that's going to be a problem. And if Hunter comes home... Maryland will be a top five preseason and a favorite to win the Big Ten and maybe make some noise in March. But did, did uh have we heard how his Kansas visit went? I haven't heard anything. No, and, and I think like Dave said, every time, no matter where he goes, it's always oh yeah, great one, visit, great, yeah, great visit. Yeah. I will say, there's no way the Georgetown visit was great. The only picture <laughs> I saw was him at Chick Fil A. Yeah, like three different angles of him in line at Chick Fil A. First off, if the man comes to Chick Fil A, he doesn't wait in line. He goes to the straight line. So Ed Cooley could get some road gain, fix that hair, and. He'll have something going over in Georgetown. But also, let's transfer over the Gavit games. For the first time ever, every Big East team will be playing in the Gavit games. Obviously, there's less Big East than Big Ten schools. But that means Maryland's chances of playing in those Gavit games are highly likely, and that should be released here pretty soon. Who do you all want to play in the Gavit games? Anybody? Uh, I really like don't a, want like Georgetown. A, like an ideal matchup or yeah, just yeah, something yeah. cool I would like to, you would like to I, see? I would like Villanova to play because I wouldn't mind seeing Villanova. Um, I wouldn't mind playing like St. John's with Rick Patino, maybe yeah. going playing oh, them. Because yeah. um, Kevin Willard and yeah, Rick Rick, Pino, yep. Rick said that he they're definitely going to play their Gavit game at MSG, so that'd be pretty cool. We'll have the boys go play at yeah. Madison Square Garden, and his goal is to have them play every home game eventually at MSG. Whether or not that's plausible or not, I don't know. But uh, mm, <laughs> second base umpire number seventy nine was just struck. By Kiki Hernandez. Don't think he's gonna make the play anyways, but <laughs> but um yeah, so that would be cool the 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 Rick Patino play or Rick Patino uh, matchup, which 
one Madison Square Garden, put all the boys on the big map, and I would say I'd feel it would be favored if we get Hunter. How about you, Tricky? Who do you want to play? Uh, why not Seton Hall? Oh, oh. dude, how do we oh. ever look that? Well, because you're not, you know, Mr. Big East, and I am. <laughs> you know, I, I live there. I live in the Big East. Uh, but no, that would be definitely the uh, the first choice. Uh, Man, tricky. Just for a little homecoming action there. Um, other Big East news. I mean, um, Big Ten news. I saw where uh, Zach Eady is uh, declaring for the draft. Oh, good. Good. Yes. So yes. that even, helps as well. Even more reason for us to be favorites enter next year. Especially if we get uh, a Big particular hunt. very large gentleman that played for Michigan last year. Yes. Wouldn't we look great having him and then not having to put him up against yeah. Zach Eady? That'd be nice. Tricky, did I tell you we're the number one podcast for Hunter Dickinson? <laughs> you did mention it, but probably not often enough because, uh, you know, we've been beating the drum for this kid for years. Uh, nigh going on uh, a year at least. Yes. Um, but no, yeah, so St. John's would be a great storyline matchup. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Kim English and maybe Mark Turgeon can tune in that game because Mark Turgeon lost to Kim English, and Willard can show him how to take I mean, care of Kim English. There's really not any team I like. Marquette? Yeah, I mean, like Marquette, Creighton. I wouldn't yeah. mind playing. Like any of those teams, well, I think. No, no, well, no, I'm not, not saying not like Creighton. for a storyline, but I think all those no, games oh. would be good. Yeah, no, It would no, be no. good games. Oh, right. competition-wise, yes. Yes, yes. yes, but I was just looking storyline and I, I think, you know, of course, Seton Hall. And I, I do like the Patino. That was going to be uh, one of my three choices because, uh, you know, and, and I think it would be my second choice now that I realize the game would be in um, Madison Square Garden. That would be great for our guys too. Well, the other thing you got to look at is obviously the ACC Big Ten Challenge is no more. But the one thing they did do is they always try to match up on preseason matchups. So, like you said, will the storylines be good? Yes. However, which then again, when we played Georgetown those two years, it was because of a storyline. It definitely wasn't because of talent. But there is your Maryland basketball wrap-up with the Turtles. I like Turtles. So everybody loved our NFL power rankings and our college power rankings and our college basketball power rankings. Why not? Little MLB power rankings. Who wants first pick? I'll go first. All right, go ahead. I think you've got to undoubtedly go with the Tampa Bay Rays right now. They're... 19 and 3. I mean, they're 13 and 0 at home, 6 and 3 on the road. Got a plus 88 run differential. Um, so I don't, I don't Did, think. Have you, they homered tonight yet? Um, they have set the record. Let me look. Did you know that, Tricky? I only knew that because uh, one of our uh, associates uh, and uh, a turtle shell. Yes, not yes. <laughs> One one of her uh, Turtlehead fill-ins, uh, Mr. Shane King, who is probably still outstanding in his field right now. Um, he mentioned that the other was it yesterday that with another home run, the Rays had homered in every single game. So uh, no home runs as of yet. They're up six to three in the middle of the six. So they've got a couple of innings, but no home runs yet. All right. So you have them at number one. Yep. Trey, I'll let you have number two. That's fine. Um, they're the second. They have the second best record. Uh, I was going to say uh, Pittsburgh because they have the second best record, but uh, since these are our picks, yes, sir. Um, oh, jeez, here we go. Give me uh, no. Give me Milwaukee Brewers, man. <laughs> I, I really uh, like what they have. Um, I did my own little uh, preseason. Uh, rankings and uh, predictions just for myself, stuff I wrote down in my little notebook, and I had them winning uh, their division anyway, uh, Milwaukee. 
they've got a really well put together club. So give me them at two. I thought you were about to go Yankees. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. If Jordan had to, you know who would be no, there. We're very objective here and subjective uh, here on the Turtle Heads. We, we don't just pick because it's our favorite team. We don't put them in the power rankings for no reason. That would never happen. So I have the third pick. <laughs> and I'm uh-huh. going to take I, – I mean, they're. I like watching them. I don't mind turning on TV, seeing them play. But I'm going with the Baltimore Arios. At number three, I mean, I mean, tricky. They have won six in a row. Looking at seven in a row right now versus the old Red Sox. Let's not count that chicken for it. No, 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 no. Yes, looking, I'm, looking, not taking, looking. But I'll, as always, Ostros and Natty Boos. You got to sneak it oh, back. Oh, I'll sneak it back. And then this is for uh, my brother-in-law. How about the Braves? Looking good. They're at fourteen and eight, leading the. Or actually, they're not. The Mets are actually, well, not, I don't know if that's updated or not. But the Mets and Braves going back and forth, first place in the East. But I'm going to take the Braves at fourth. Lee, fifth? No, Tricky's got five. We're snaking oh, it back. Yeah, we snake back. Right, right, right. You yeah, think sh- we'd have this stuff down by now, Tricky, as much as we've done it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> before I make my pick, I just want to um, give Jordan a little credit here because I saw what he did. I knew there was no reason. He just was like, Tricky, you want to take a second pick? Because... <laughs> He didn't want to have to take Orioles number two. He knew Orioles was It was okay was at three, yeah. Like right. it could have been three or four. Or four would have been all right as well. That's right. But, uh, yeah. You caught yeah. me. He knew he could get his pick in. But I don't blame him. No, the O's look great right now, and I'm happy for him. Uh, yes, uh, Drew Gleason's uh, Braves are right now atop the NL East by half a game over the Mets. Uh, but the Mets are looking good. Um but we haven't said the Pirates yet? Nope. Yeah, well, they got the second best record in baseball, and uh, I don't think any of us uh, expect them to be on top at the end of the season. Uh, they're probably in the toughest division, um, the NL Central, uh, with the Cubs, Cardinals. But, um, yeah, got to go with the Pirates for uh, my pick at, uh, what was that, five? Yes. Six. Uh, uh, another s- semi-surprise team I guess this year would be um, the Rangers. They've been playing pretty good. We played them earlier on in the year. I think we took two out of three from them. So, you know, we've handed them almost a quarter of their losses. Um, So, obviously, the Orioles have to be in front of them because we've beaten them two out of three games. So, um, I'm going to go the Rangers at six. I'm going top ten, so Mm -hmm. I'll snake it back at seven as well. Um I'm going to go with the – I'm in between the Mets and the Blue Jays right now. Um, haven't got to see the Blue Jays play. I've seen the Mets a little bit, so I'm going to take the Mets at seven. Triggy, eight. Well, I don't want to take the Blue Jays because um, I'm actually afraid of them. Uh, <laughs> they have the same record as the Yankees right now, but, uh, man, they've got some bangers on their offense. Um so since there are picks, no, I'm not going to take my Yankees. I want to though, but uh, take them. It's your I, pick. Yeah, but I don't trust them, man. I really don't. Um, well, I'm not saying we fully trust the Orioles, but all right, yeah, all New York Yankees. <laughs> put them on the board. New York Yankees. You know, I wasn't taking them. <laughs> right, that, I'm, I'm their only hope, I guess, because I don't think either one of you are going to vote for them. So yeah, give me my Yankees. So then I'll have nine and ten. I'm taking the old Strohs at nine. Cheaters. Yep. Still. And 10, I'm going to take them Dodgers. Teams we that are right on the outside looking in, them Padres paying a lot of money. But they're going to be there at the end of the season, as we probably figured. 
And then Cubs are surprising some people. Like you said, Pirates. How about them young Diamondbacks? They're surprising some people. Uh, very sad to see them uh, designate Madison Bumgardner for assignment Crazy. the other day. Crazy. Dude yeah, Ian, was, he had melted down, though. Yeah, yeah and he's, they're going to eat like $33 million I heard that, that at least. Yeah, it was a ton of money. I don't remember the exact number, but it was a jag. So they really didn't need him around if they were willing to pay thirty plus million dollars just to not have him there. I mean, Chris Davis thinks that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just look overall the whole MLB. Um, the AL East, you have the Rays, Orioles, Blue Jays, Yankees, Red Sox. I mean, everybody's above five hundred. Yep. The Central is Twins, Indians, Tigers, White Sox, Royals. Let's talk about the Central real quick. Man, what happened to the White Sox? Two years ago, they were in the playoffs looking like the team of the future. They just cannot get it going. Bad defense, bad bullpen, good starting pitching, which is terrible bullpen. Uh, Shane King, his second favorite team because of Mr. Gavin Sheets, but they are struggling right now, which makes you think. You know, we talked about uh, trade prospects at the deadline for the Orioles if we're in position to trade. We were talking about a lot of the Brewers, which they're looking like they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. The White Sox have a lot of good starting pitchers that we could uh, look at. You know, uh, Lance Lynn. Gialito. I mean, Dylan Cease, I highly doubt he's going to move. But, I mean, they've got some people over there that could help out the Orioles tremendously. But, but I mean, I we we were hard, you know, we we're talking about we need starting pitching. But our starting pitching staff's been putting on a clinic these last. Oh, yes. Um, I got some stats here. The last five games, Orioles starting pitchers, 31 innings pitched, one earned run, 19 hits, eight walks, and 34 strikeouts. I think if I did if the math I saw earlier today it was like a point eight eight ERA their last just the Orioles pitching staff in general the past like I think for the winning streak um, so when you only need to score one run a game on average to win with a point eight eight or two runs a game I like our chances on that for but sure you're good on that list Lee read them off Dylan Cease Lucas Giolito Lance Lynn Mike Clevenger and Michael Kopech. You're Kopech. telling me you wouldn't take any of them? Kopech. No, no, I'm not saying I wouldn't take them. Oh, I'm just but saying. that's what I'm saying. Like, no, 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 no. I agree. I think I don't know if our pitching staff can, you know, keep these numbers up throughout the whole season. Um, but obviously, I take at least probably two or three of those guys for sure. Yeah, but you also have to consider what they're going to want in compensation because right, that's, well, that's been a thing that's hurt the Orioles in the past. Is uh, you know they'll give up a few prospects for what looks like a sure thing and the next thing you know you got Schilling Finley and Harnish for uh Glenn Davis. <laughs> well, shout shout out to Earl Smith for that one because you couldn't say Glenn Davis around him without him saying words he can't use in church. <laughs> but let, let's look at the prospects. Congratulations Jackson Holiday just got called up to Aberdeen. Already, wow. Yeah, so at 15 games in Delmarva. So and somebody else just got called up to AAA too. I'm trying to think. Was it? Cal- I think it was Colton Cowser. I think just got called up too. But we have the prospects. We have the legs. Why not go after or why not send somebody? Colton Cowser, Jordan Westberg, Heston Kirsted, DL Hall, Joey Ortiz. Somebody. Yeah, I'd send DL Hall in a heartbeat. I don't think he's going to be what we thought he was going to well, be. Well, we're, we're definitely going to send more than one person. But hear me out here. He's electric. On, he's electric on the MLB team. But his value is going up, and I'm not saying he can't contain this forever. But why not sell Jorge a couple prospects for a Dylan Cease? Mm. Who wouldn't take that? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Jorge Mateo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, 
I don't I, he's been playing really well this year. His one thing that I think everybody was concerned about him was his bat. He's been hitting really well right now. I think his average is above 300 right now. And like he's you taking said. pitches correctly. You know what I mean? He struggled that last year. He was swinging at everything. I just right. don't, now he's getting on base and he's yep. a stolen base threat. Yeah. Um, I'd be careful about that one. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm I'm good. Like, Don't get me wrong. We have Gunner and people that can come up and you know take his spot. And and again, I think the way that uh, Jackson Holiday's been playing really like right now, I think maybe by the end of next year he's probably in the big leagues if he continues what he's doing. Yes. So yes. you've got Gunner that could probably take that position for right now and you know play it well. You just wonder what we, what we would do at third base. I don't know, but well, let's move on. So then we go to ALS. You had the surprising Rangers, and then Astros, Angels, Mariners, Athletics. You have to think. This is a all-in or bust for the Angels. They're at 500 right now. I mean... I'd take Otani at the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Yeah, but, who wouldn't? Uh, there is no one, however, on the Oakland Athletics that you oh, could use. Yes. You were talking about Team ERA. I think theirs is like eight. Like it, eight point something or other. The Team ERA of the uh, Oakland Athletics. They are so bad. And was it last week I reported on the live possum that took over the uh, yeah. visitors' announcing booth? He's still there. And shortly thereafter, what a day or so after the podcast, they announced they're what going to Las Vegas in two years. It's not official. Uh, it's not official yet, but that's the threat anyway. Um, but uh, speaking yeah. of the possum, isn't isn't it isn't it uh, what was it called when you? Like when you squat on something, runner's rights or something like that. The uh, yeah, got yeah you can't. Rights. They got to give a thirty day notice. Like <laughs> yeah. in Maryland, they well, got to give thirty days. That's the problem. He is a squatter, <laughs> and uh, it's stinking up the whole booth. That's why they can't go in there. It's not fear of the animal itself. It's what he's left behind. Uh, but yeah, that was the Met series I was referring to. And then when the Cubs came to town shortly thereafter, they had to uh, work outside of the booth as well because it was still a problem with the uh the live possum yeah, can you imagine like owning an mlb team and like you're that tight that you're not willing to call an exterminator or like a <laughs> animal control in to come and get a possum out of a booth well Peter is in charge i was gonna say i don't want to get in trouble with Peter, but you also employ 25 guys with bats yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> i mean i know you boys are doing tough at the plate but if you can't hit a possum then we might have to send you down anyway well let's move on to the nl you have the braves and mets battling it out for the top of the east i think they will all season too marlins phillies and nationals you gotta look at the phillies they have a lot of hype they have Probably the best pitching prospect in baseball, although he has a little injury bug going on right now, but he's only 19. You got to wonder from World Series to hovering around 500, but they did the same thing last year, made a run. And, and then, Bryce isn't playing, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's I a big. It. But then the Nationals, their struggle city. Um, then you move on to Central, the surprising Pirates we talked about, the Brewers, Cubs surprising some people. And then who would have thought Cardinals in uh, second from the bottom in the basement? But then again, it's a long season for the Cardinals. We could definitely see them make a run, as always. I feel like every year the Cardinals make a run. And then the West, the surprising young Diamondbacks leading the West. But let's look at that division. Let's look at that division overall. 12 and 11, 12 and 11, 12 and 12, 8 and 13, 6 and 17. So Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Rockies. So that no one's really impressing anybody in that division by any means. Yeah, nobody's running away with that one yet after, uh, what, 20 games or so, but uh, so sad to see the Rockies never be able to put anything together. 2008. We'll uh, always have that memory. 
I mean, we're just in this era of home run or bust, and you're in the biggest home run park in the world, and you can't score runs. Like it's it's terrible out there. I feel bad for them. Um, but uh, the Giants, I'm very disappointed in them. Um, yeah, they, I was actually. Did you watch China baseball last night versus the Mets? No, I did not catch that. I think they actually came back and won, but they um. <laughs> The, the, they were talking about how the manager said no fan wants to wear anybody's name on the back of their jersey except Carl Crawford. Someone needs to step up. Or what's that? What? What's their manager? Carl name? Crawford, really? Not Carl Crawford. Um, <laughs> say, shoot, dude, that talk about a 2008 name. No, Holy smokes! What's his name? Um, the shortstop, Brandon Crawford. Oh, and uh, well, you, got, you got Mike Yastrzemski. Yeah, yeah, but that's what he's saying. Like, there's no face of the franchise, and. Uh, who was he? He used to be the Phillies manager. He's a he's a he's a young buck that he thinks he knows it all and he's terrible. Oh my gosh! What that's managing the yeah, Giants yeah. now? Oh, every time the only thing that's coming to mind right now is Gabe Kapler. Oh, Gabe Kapler. Yeah. I mean, oh, he's always got something to say. Always. Former Red Sox. Yeah. I but mean, uh, he's terrible. Yeah. No, he's he's somebody that really needs to shut up. You you don't need to hear your manager flapping his gums all the time unless it's about you know. Oh, here you go. And, and and he's very woke. I know we're not getting political, but just to let you know, he said he taught before the game how players who don't speak English have a disadvantage with umpires. Well, yes, that's that's terrible. I get it. Whatever. But whose what, fault is that? What do, you mean, what, what do you mean? What disadvantage yeah. do they have? Who cares? I mean, no, no offense. Once again, we're not getting woke. We're not getting political. But you're in America. Just learn the basic needs of the English. I mean, I thought they always said baseball was like, uh, universal be, language yeah, universal anybody you know strike ball out safe you know Nicole you need to do better with the foul lines and uh, <laughs> but anyway Gabe Kapler he's he's someone that just drives me absolutely insane. well if, if we could talk about that for a second he is one of these people that just drive me crazy because they want to point they want to make everything look like a bigger problem than yes. it is but then offer no solution <laughs> yeah. whatsoever he didn't say I think we should put umpires through uh, Spanish ling- one. Yeah, linguistic survival training. Spanish. No, no. Well, see, you've got to you got to be able to speak different kinds of Spanish because if you're from Nicaragua or you're from Guatemala or you're from Mexico, it's different dialects. Certain things mean different things. And now you've also got to learn Korean. You've got to learn Japanese. Uh, you know, Dutch. In case you've got somebody from Aruba, shout out to Sydney uh, Ponson for that oh, one. There it is. But. Uh, no, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, he didn't offer a solution to the problem. Um, I can see how, how bad Shohei Otani struggling over there with the Angels yeah. since he doesn't speak the English quite so well. Yeah, how about no, that? Once one- again, he's trying to take the light off how bad of a manager he <laughs> yeah. is to bring up something. He He's almost like the Colin Kaepernick of baseball, like always has an issue. Always. It's just it's annoying. Like, look, man, when you when we, when we when fans turn on baseball, you know what we care about? Baseball. We don't right. care about anything else. Just Race, us, uh, yeah. Let us play what the language game. you speak. None of it. None of it. Can you put the bat on the ball? Can you get the ball over the plate? And where's this long list of Spanish-speaking players who have voiced this same yeah. concern? <laughs> yeah, Mr. I mean, Gabe Kapler, uh, what right. an American. Right. Yeah, like, like that's not even your fight, bro. All right, new segment for the Turtleheads. Get off my lawn with Tricky. Yes. <laughs> and there it yes. was. So that was your segment of, yes, would you get please, off my lawn. Please, Gabe Kapler, just get off my lawn. What the hell is this? 
All right, Tricky and Lee, ever since I started this, or we started this podcast, I always wanted to do a This Week in Sports. So, without further ado, let's break into it. Lee, you want to start us off? As you spit your zen. I'd love to. Your lip pillow. Yep, gum pillow. Gum, gum pillow. pillow. I'd get, love I'll to. get it right here soon. I, I, I'd love to. Uh, this Week in Sports, in 1963, future Basketball Hall of Fame point guard Bob Cousy Played his last NBA game for the Boston Celtics as they beat the Los Angeles Los Angeles Lakers 112 to 109 in Game Six for their fifth straight NBA championship. That's impressive. Bring it off the top of your head. That's Dude, very impressive. Yeah, just off the top of my head. Big uh, Bob Cousy knowledge for days. I'm about to say mine's not as good. I just have Nolan Ryan strikes out his 15th Mariner, which was the 20th time in his career he struck out 15 in a game. Impressive. Tricky. I have several. Um, it was a very hist- one particular day in uh, this week. Uh, today, actually, April twenty fifth, some very historic things happened. Two very historic things. One, Chuck Cooper was drafted today in nineteen fifty to the Boston Celtics. Why is that important? He was the first African American to be drafted into the NBA today in nineteen fifty. Chuck Cooper, Boston Celtics. Uh, Baseball history, one of the legends. I believe he's probably in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Made his first appearance today in 1978. That would be the Philly Fanatic. But if we're sticking to baseball, one of the craziest things ever happened today in 1981. The Seattle Mariners manager, former player Mari Wills, who's like top five in all-time stolen bases, was suspended for two games as manager of the Seattle Mariners. Why, you ask? I'll tell you. <laughs> because uh, the umpires realized that he had ordered the Kingdom grounds crew to enlarge the batter's boxes by an entire foot. Yes. And he, I guess he didn't think they'd notice. So when the umpires found it out, they... They had to suspend him because he had intentionally had the batter's boxes enlarged cartoonishly <laughs> to the tune of an extra foot. So, There's yeah. your sports and history of this week. Yeah. So, we're in the middle of the NBA playoffs. Like I said, it started last week, and we will end sometime around July 4th or maybe August. Who knows? Because it just keeps on going and going and going. Gone! Tricky. Take us home with some... Not take us home. Just take us to the NBA promised land. There have been some big surprises so far in the NBA playoffs. Uh, Not a surprise that the Sixers have already swept the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, The Nets, after all they went through this year with... They started the season with Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and uh, Kevin Durant. Now none of those guys are on the team, and they still made the playoffs as a sixth seed, but went down 4 nothing to Philadelphia. The big surprise, though, has been your New York Knickerbockers, the only professional uh, basketball team named after an article of clothing, as Knickerbockers are short pants. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, they've got a three, one lead on Cleveland, uh, Miami with a two, one lead over, uh, Milwaukee. Of course, Giannis Antetokounmpo 
has been uh, injured and is questionable for their next game. Um, and uh, nobody's surprised that Boston is up 3-1 over Atlanta. Just surprised that Atlanta even won a game. But uh, they're not going to win anymore. Their uh, Game 5, DeJounte Murray will not be available for making intentional contact with a referee. That was bright. Um, but in the West... There's some, uh, most of the uh, series are fairly competitive. Uh, Minnesota was lucky to get one game on Denver. I think that'll be over uh, in five. But uh, the Lakers, 2-1 uh, over Memphis. Uh, John ja Morant uh, has done his best to carry them. They had their little Dylan Brooks kerfuffle calling out LeBron James. That's a smart move. Did you see, apparently, the Lakers uh, broadcast... Did they play last night or whatever they last played? I guess brought up all like the career stats of Dylan Brooks on one side and the career stats of Le- Le- LeBron on the other, and uh, basically I guess tried shaming Dylan Brooks, which it was pretty shameful. Yeah. Or, or I think the kids call that trolling. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, or perhaps uh, the throwing of the occasional shade. Yeah. Ooh. Yes, I believe that was definitely some shade thrown in the way of uh, Dylan Brooks, Dylan the villain. Um, Phoenix, of course, is uh, handling the L.A. Clippers, but the L.A. Clippers are never healthy. There's uh, Kawhi Leonard, who has knees made of jello and never know when he's going to play. Playoff P, Paul George, has been hurt, and they've been carried by a rejuvenated Russell Westbrook. Still the fiery Russell Westbrook. That should still be a Washington Wizard. Him and Brad Beal were great together, and... The Wizards never win anything, and I think Russell Westbrook was fine with that. Um, now he's got playoff pressure and all this other foolishness. But, um, yeah, I can I can definitely see the Suns getting that uh, series over uh, sooner rather than later. But, of course, the big series that we've been watching here is Turtleheads because we've been on this Kings train all season. There's scrappy... Sacramento Kings who light uh, the beam. Yes, do light that beam. Um, but the only problem is, uh, last night, the guy who probably should be the MVP of the league, De'Aaron Fox, fractured the tip of the uh, index finger on his shooting hand, stayed in the ball game, and uh, may even try to give it a go tomorrow. But um, a lot of questions there and. Very surprised to see it was a close loss for uh, the Kings last night. But on the final series, I saw, I don't know if anybody else caught this, I actually caught Steph Curry playing defense. Oh! Yes, I know that sounds far-fetched, but uh, he actually played really good defense on the final play, preventing uh, Fox from penetrating to the rim. He had to pass out to Harrison Barnes, who just missed. Had a really the good look at shot. It. Yeah, he did. Probably, I, honestly, when it, I saw it come out of his hand, I thought it was good. Yeah, somebody else did too. His name is Clay Thompson because they just happened to show his face when it didn't go in. He was more surprised than anybody else because he really thought it was going in too. Uh, yeah, um, Kevin Herter in that series got a lot of run during the season. Uh, hasn't really gotten much run, and then on the reverse side of that Alex Len who saw a lot of games he wasn't even in the uh, rotation has been playing a lot of good minutes for the Kings so one Terp uh, not getting as much run and uh, on the uh, 
convert or on the ad, adverse side of I feel like Jordan. No, on, the, uh, the on the con- opposite. On the no, opposite. Con- converse would, would be fine. Uh, adverse yes. would mean they don't like each other. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, on the opposite. That's more of a word I know the definition of. Alex Len uh, getting some more runs. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, the Kings can keep it going. I'd like to see a good storyline. Well, absolutely, are- Lee. And that's why we've always said that we are the number one Sacramento Kings podcast uh, on the East Coast. Ooh. Because uh, we support our Maryland athletes, and they do too. They've given two of those guys jobs. So we got to be Kings fans for the sake of uh, Alex Lynn and Kevin Red Velvet yes. Herder. That is his nickname because he is that sweet and that smooth. Red Velvet. Well, Tricky, as the number one podcast for NHL hockey on the Eastern Shore, we've brought in our NHL expert, Mr. Zach Hawk. How you doing, sir? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, good. So, you know, the Whalers are out, right, Tricky? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, my Hartford Whalers did not make the playoffs this year. You're right. And it's not our year. The Capitals are not in it. Isn't that right, Zach? Yeah, that's right. We're kind of we're kind of in holding pattern right now. Um not a whole lot of news, uh, Capitals news at the moment. Um, we did let go our, our – well, we parted ways with our coach. It was a kind of a mutual thing. Um, we're probably going to wait till after the playoffs because we're probably going to be looking at maybe an up-and-coming assistant coach or maybe a coach that gets fired. So we're kind of waiting on that. The next big um, day we're looking at is May 8th, and that's the – draft lottery which we have a six percent chance the number one pick so hey you never know any any, any good players out there yeah who, who's oh, yeah. the projected number one pick Connor bedard is is almost guaranteed to be the number one pick he's kind of the the biggest thing to come since Connor mcdavid i would say um that's the projection so there is a lot of interest in where we might end up um you know, it's only a 6% chance, but you never know. That's why they have the lottery. Better so. than a 0% chance. That's right. That's right. I like our chances. So take us into the NHL playoffs, Zach. Another sporting event that decides to go on for about three months. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to take a while. Um, so we're kind of midway through the first round right now. Um, there's not a whole lot of big surprises. You know, we're kind of like four or five games in on each uh, series. Uh you know, your Boston Bruins, uh, Jordan, they're uh, they're up 3-1 on the Panthers. Yeah, that's what we do, Zach. That's what we do. Can you name a, a, a Boston Bruin, by the yes, way? Yes, Mark Messier. Next. I was waiting for, like, uh, Chara. I was waiting for, like, Zidane, <laughs> Zidane Chara. and Chara. A Bobby Orr would have been fine. <laughs> did, did Mark Messier play for the Bruins? Never. Nab it. No, just a big Boston so they're guy. Looking to, they're looking to move on. Um now Toronto and Tampa Bay is a, is a really interesting series. They're I think they're playing right now. Um, yes, three to one Lightning. Okay, so this looks to be that they're going to tie it up. Um, 
Carolina looks like they're going to move on, but I think they're playing tonight too. I'm not sure the score, but I don't know if you have it in front of you. Uh, the the only other game currently going on right now is the Devils and Rangers. That's tied at one um, okay, in the third, better. and then uh, Winnipeg and Vegas play at 9:30, and then the Kraken and the Avalanche. Oh, play go! Release the Kraken. Just oh, scored oh. as we said it, Zach. Yeah, Lightning four-one now. We're big hockey heads okay. in here. We have the game on live four-one. So Lightning. So they, they're going to tie up that series. Okay, yeah. I think that I think that series will go seven. Um, yeah, our our lightning. Yeah, Zach, our lightning. That hurricane game is not until tomorrow. Uh, the Hurricane Islanders game, seven o'clock tomorrow. Okay. How, what yeah. are, what's the Islanders' chance there, Zach? How are they looking? Uh, they don't have much of a chance. I don't think um, they're kind of a. Would you say about old, a six percent chance? Uh, I'll give them ten percent. They're like an old school like. You know, play like play good defense, not a lot of scoring. You know, kind of one of those teams. They're the they're the number eight seed. Uh, oh, so the they snuck in. Yeah. So you got the Devils and Rangers. Um, the Devils, they haven't been in the playoffs in a long time. They had a really good year this year, uh, but they don't have the experience that the Rangers do. So I'm thinking the Rangers are going to advance. Um, back to the Western Conference now: uh, Colorado and Seattle. Uh, I think that's going to go Colorado's way. They still have a lot of firepower. Seattle's, you know, the expansion, the second year expansion team, which hey, credit to them, you know, year two when they're in the playoffs. So, Golden um, Knights won. They made the finals in their very first season, did they not? Against our very own Washington. Yeah. That's right. They lost. They lost. Yeah, but oh, they, we got to fight. We got to fight. They're in well, a tough uh-huh. series with Winnipeg right now. The Golden Knights are. Yeah, that series is two to one. Um, the Dallas Minnesota series is tied up, and then huh. the Edmonton LA series is also tied up. So you still got a couple of days before. Did Gordon Bombay drop the uh, drop the puck for the Dallas Minnesota game? Because he, didn't he play for Dallas and Minnesota? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Gordon Bombay. <laughs> oh, great. Gosh. The V, <laughs> right. the flying V. <laughs> Zach, so you know what I love about the- hockey, Zach? Here's what I love about hockey. They battle for seven games. At the end of it, they shake hands. That's <laughs> just a hockey tradition. Right. I mean, they can look at each other with the most hatred, and you know, throughout the whole series. But at the end of the day, they and the they coaches wear suit and ties. I love it. I love it. And yeah, that's not going to change either. I don't think that's right. We're no. traditional over here. Well, it, it's always made no sense at all to me for baseball managers to put on a uniform and have a number. I mean, are you going to go out there and pitch the eighth? So, are you <laughs> trying to say we bring it in? We bring it in uh, shirt and ties for baseball. I think that all should, all coaches should and NFL banned it. And it's that's ridiculous. Some ridiculous. of some of those dresses that they put on Andy Reid out there. <laughs> Get look, off my lawn! Looking like the Kool Aid Man. Uh, and now with the um, the NCAA basketball coaches, I know during COVID we let them go out there in their sweats, but now it's like, dude, put a suit on, man. Hey, our guy does. Oh, of course, our guy does. But old Bob Huggins, he looks like he's just ready to. Has he ever? I'm about to say, has Bob Huggins ever worn a suit? I don't think he has. Maybe back in uh, where did he play? Kansas State or where, where was it before then? Oh, Bob Huggins. Anyway, back to Huggy hockey, Bird. Zach. Sorry, we got a little off. Uh, there. One other thing about well, hockey. At least, at least Gary Williams rubbed off. I think maybe on Kevin Willard, and you know, he he, he carries on the tradition of wearing the suit. So and being ultra intense, which I like. He looks yes. like he's always ready to break a sweat out there, and Gary was the sweatiest. That's how we knew he cared. Looked right. like he lost two pounds each game. Just we to... are going down a hole, son. <laughs> uh, but All no, roads always lead back to Maryland. That's right. 
but one thing that you can say about hockey, and maybe they need to institute this in other sports, it's the only sport where they can put their players in timeout. You know, it's <laughs> like, look, you know, instead of giving out flagrant fouls in the NBA, why not have a little plexiglass booth? That's actually where genius, you go sit Draymond Green in timeout <laughs> for like five minutes. And say, no, you sit there and think about what you've done, Draymond. You know, so at least in hockey they have that. Yeah, I'm all for it. You know, you can you can get away with whatever, and you can you just want to punch somebody for a little bit, and you can just go sit in the box for a little while. So you know, in in baseball, you you want to violate my pitch clock? Well, then <laughs> you're going to timeout. Go, go go sit over there and 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 learn how to obey the pitch clock. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm instituting just... timeouts for everybody. NASCAR. You, know, you got a little loose in turn three there. Why, why, don't you, why don't you pull the car over and sit here in this little booth and uh, you know, maybe you'll learn your lesson next time. So, Zach, let's get back to hockey. Who, who do you, so far, like you said, we're through mid to the first round, still a lot of hockey left. Who's looking like the team to beat besides my Boston Bruins? Uh, besides your Boston Bruins, it's, it's still really hard to say. Uh, Colorado, I would say. Um, is looking really good. Um, they kind of just coasted through the year. You know, they're the defending champs, so they just kind of coasted through the year. Um, now they're looking really strong. Uh, another team that's kind of a sleeper team um, for me is Carolina Hurricanes. The only problem is they have a couple injuries that they're battling through, and they're not going to get the guys back. They're key players. But I would have put – I kind of predicted that they would represent the Eastern Conference um going forward but uh i don't know if they can get through or not but i wouldn't be surprised if they do um they got a really good coach all their players really have a lot of buy-in so um i would say colorado and carolina but obviously the boston bruins are had a tremendous year so they're they're looking to get to the finals as well so zach what you're saying is you led me astray i went off of your knowledge and you picked the lightning now you're now you're uh that was actually Shane's. Bit. That was Shane's. Pick. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. I, I think Toronto is going to win this series uh, against the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that so. was my pick. Was Toronto? By the way, I, I still think the winner is going to. Whoever wins that series is going to uh, be the, uh, the team that, hmm. that uh, has the best chance. Because guess you never played in the. Uh, I don't know what they call it. Balls <laughs> <laughs> even play. <laughs> The Garden, TC Garden or something TD, like that. TD, TD. Yeah, TD Garden. The, the, weird, the, the weird thing about hockey is is for the second round, they don't reseed like the NBA does. That's why we love hockey, Zach. Yeah. yeah yes oh, no, oh no, 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 that's why we hate hockey. Sorry. I didn't know where you are going with that. That's why we hate well, hockey. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Back in 2016, you know, us in Pittsburgh had, I think, the two best records in the Eastern Conference. But because we were two metro, uh, you know, metro division uh, representatives, we had to play each other in the second round, no matter what. Oh. Then we lost. Yeah. And then in seventeen, the same thing. So it was like two really good teams playing in the second round. That wasn't our year, they, though, they, Zach. Yeah, they want that rivalry. That's what they did. You know, that's why they do it. Storylines. So, but oh, in an so like football, this hockey is scripted, also. Sort of, yeah. They, so, they, you know, they no, like wrestling. Home. No, wrestling is not scripted, dude. <laughs> it's real to me. So, so, so with, no, go no ahead. big surprises right right now, I would say. But you know, stay tuned. It's a long, it's a long playoffs. It I, is. 
Correct, it is. correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like this year, like normally there's always like that one series or a couple of series that seem like everybody just gets swept. But I feel like all the series is, this year so far have been really competitive. Like every, like you said, like either series are, you know, 1-1 or tied at 2 or 2-1. Obviously, somebody's got to go yeah. up at some point. But With hockey, like the majority of the series, they go five to seven games um, minimum because it's just, you know, one team has a good game, then the next – the next game, the, you know, the team that lost the previous game, they just put all this effort into that game and usually end up, it's kind of like they go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with the Boston Bruins, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, every each team that plays them would take them to six or seven games as well. So they get more money. It's all about the yeah. money, Zach. It's all about the money. That's right. So, Zach, have you ever been to an away game in hockey? Uh, yeah, I went to a Carolina Hurricane uh, capital game back in – I believe 2015, and uh, Ovechkin scored his 300th uh, goal there. You know what would be nice? When we play St. John's in the Gavit games, and then the Rangers-Capitals play the same weekend, we could just make a whole weekend thing out of it. Yeah, that'd be good. That's what I'm here for. Jordan? I have been in Madison Square Garden for basketball. For, yes, for I, so, so I, I would love to see a hockey game in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Do you know who used to play hockey in Madison Square Garden, yes, Jordan? Yes, my favorite player, Mark Messier. That is right. Uh, I have never been to a home NHL game. I've only been to one NHL game in my life, and that was uh, a New Jersey Devils game at the old Brendan Byrne Arena there in the Meadowlands. But I have been to probably 100 Baltimore Skipjack games, but that's before your time, Jordan. Way before my time. (laughs) Tricky, there's nothing like live hockey. I mean, shout out Mike Ward took me to my first hockey game. I think it was his first hockey game. Froze, good food, and you can ask Mike and Cindy and myself. We are not big live hockey fans. It was rather boring, I'm not going to lie. Sorry, Zach. Oh, jeez. Mm. Yeah, they say, don't they where say you, hockey's... Where were, you, where were you sitting, though? We, we were up high, but we actually shout out again to Sheriff Ronnie Howard. His daughter was working for the Capitals, sold us all-you-can-eat tickets. Uh, Mike actually treated me to the game. And it was, like I said, the food was great. I mean, we, it was, you know, your typical uh, ballpark food, nachos, hot dogs, and all that. But we were up top. And I, I get that. The lower you sit, the apparently the better it is. But I just, I think everybody knows I've just never gotten hockey. Like I said, I will watch playoff hockey when the Capitals are in it and my Bruins. But it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know why. Like, it's kind of like the cross. Like, I don't mind watching the cross. I don't mind watching hockey, but I just can't get into it. I, I feel like it took me a little while, too. Like, once I started to understand the game you know, and watch the game. And obviously when I invested in, you know, the players and everything like that, and obviously the capitals. So it took a little while, but you know, I, you know, I just love it now live or on TV, but yeah, some games can be a little bit sleepy, you know what I mean? But you know, certain periods, but then at the flip of a switch, you can have fights and scrums and just goals scored all over the place. So, so how, how long have you been watching hockey? Zach? Since last year, um, since two, yeah, <laughs> since uh, t- 2012, my okay. father-in-law got me into it. Well, you know, I married Lauren, um, and then her dad, Bill. Uh, we started watching actually when the Caps beat the Bruins. I, th- I think it was 2012, the playoffs. 2012. No, I ask second. because uh, I guess that was uh, after they uh, took the glowing puck off of Fox. That was the coolest invention in sports. <laughs> When they had the yeah, glowing pucks, you could actually you could actually follow it for the uh, novice fan, but uh, they did away with that. 
Yeah, the HD TVs, uh, they make it they make it a lot better, or at least the HD version. You all watch yes. TV before HD? You're showing your age. Jeez. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tricky. Tricky's just silence over here. No, I used to have a black and white TV, so it's all right. Did you? Hey, Dad and Mom, we used to have a TV that you had to go walk up and turn the knob to turn the channel. Oh, sure. Great times. Yeah, I, I Do you was, have one of them, Lee? Absolutely. I not. was the remote back in the day. My dad would tell me to either get up and change the channel or get up and adjust the, the antenna. antenna. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember adjusting the antenna. Zad, did you ever have country living? Did you ever have to adjust the antenna? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had that, too. <laughs> it, Tricky was the first universal remote. <laughs> That's right. Do you right. know what the first television remote was called? It was produced by the Zenith Television Company. The first wireless remote was called the Lazy Bones. <laughs> there it is. That would have been good trivia. Uh-huh. Well, Zach, thank you for coming on. Catch us up to hockey. Hope all is good, and we will be in touch. Yep, sounds good, guys. See you, Zach. Right, so we're going to do a quick NFL round the horn. We uh, have the draft coming up. Looks like Bryce Young is going to be the number one pick. Everybody agree with that? Yeah, probably. And um, some news. Aaron Rodgers is finally a Jet. Shout out to Chaz Hands. Yes, Chaz. Happy birthday, buddy. Chaz talk. is someone that never misses an episode of the Turtleheads podcast. But he can finally talk. He's never listened to it. Um, oh, oh, wow, Chaz. I'm taking it back. He is not an AWL. He on the no. Luke Goldsboro diet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to bring Chaz on the show one day. Oh, that would be interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll see if we can get him on. But, yes, happy birthday, Chaz. And your gift is uh, Aaron Rodgers. I hope that works out for you. Yep. And uh, OBJ is a prime suspect in an assault. Is that right, Lee? Yep, uh, somewhere out in out west. So uh, his his Raven uh, career might be over before it even started. Or some will say he'll fit right in with the Ravens. Yeah, you know? yeah I was say he's now officially a Raven. Yeah. At Dave. Yeah, he had to earn his colors. Yeah, some yeah, yeah, Yankees yeah. had to earn their stripes. <laughs> Ravens <laughs> had to earn their colors. Um, and then what else we got going on in the NFL? Anything? Uh, I did see some talks. I don't know how. I don't think there's really much steam associated with it, but. Uh, people are talking about, I guess, the Eagles are interested in trying to trade for Derrick Henry. Oh, wow. Uh, I think that's crazy. That's cr- I, that but crazy. I, but I did see, like, the Titans GM says they haven't received any calls about Derrick Henry, so I don't know how much truth is behind that. You know, uh, shout out to Elon Musk for making people pay for their blue checks now, but makes things a lot harder to figure out if anybody's <laughs> a reliable source on Twitter or not. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't I don't know. I, I don't see them being able to afford all those guys but yeah um anything else you have in nfl i mean obviously there's probably gonna be things pop this week with trades before the uh draft um maybe who knows maybe the maybe the ravens will, or not the ravens maybe the turtle heads will hop on here and do a draft day special on thursday after the first round who knows um no promises made but anyway um tricky you got anything else who do you think your raiders are going to take Many signs are pointing towards C.J. Stroud. I don't understand why we would go and get Jimmy Garoppolo and Brian Hoyer, I believe, who obviously fit the Josh McDaniels system, but uh, I do not want C.J. Stroud. I'd rather we get uh, maybe Christian Gonzalez. We could always use a good uh, defensive back, and I think he would be available by the time the Raiders pick. But... um, this draft is going to be defined by the trades. I think there's going to be a lot of moving and shaking going on. People moving up, people moving down. Uh, a good tight end draft. We mentioned that last week, 
and um, good linebackers and um, probably more defensive players drafted in the first round than offensive, I would think, this year. Yep, it should be interesting. Um, that's your NFL wrap-up with the So we want to do Mount Rushmore. Lee shot down my idea because it's getting close to 10 o'clock and his zen is worn off. The good news is tricky. McDonald's has a strawberry McFlurry now. Strawberry right. shortcake. Oh, yes, oh, strawberry shortcake McFlurry. That actually sounds pretty uh, pretty darn good. So Dip your fries in it. This yeah. Mount Rushmore is brought to you by McDonald's and their McFlurry machine that hopefully is not broken for Lee. It'll probably be broken. My favorite is Lee, or tricky. Is you remember the machine, right? You used to stick it in there with a spoon; it would spin it. Mm-hmm. My favorite now is the employees that put the ice cream in the topping and hand it to you. Yeah, dude. No I, spoon dude the, yeah, dude. I, I'm telling you, they don't use that thing. Last time I was in McDonald's, it had like coffee filters and stuff <laughs> I'm in it. You. You literally, just get like a you get like a three bite McFlurry <laughs> because all your toppings are gone in three bites. Anyway, so let's do a Mount Rushmore, and we have chosen top mascots or favorite mascots of Mount Rushmore. I remember, just remember, everybody gets four picks. Okay. We will snake it. Let's do a little easier this time. Tricky, start us off, and we'll just go right down the line right back. You go with that? Sure. All right, Tricky, start us off. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going with a little hometown flavor here. Uh, the guy does a lot of good work in the community, and uh, I have met, actually worked with one of the former uh, suit wearers and met several others. Uh, I got to go. Number one draft choice for me would be Sherman. Sherman the Shorebird. The kids love Sherman. I love Sherman. And, uh, yeah, easy, easy first choice for me, Sherman the Shorebird. Once again, Tricky throwing me a softball. We know where I'm going. Old Tostito himself, number two. Nothing gets better than Tostito. Ask Eli. Here's a picture of Eli and Tostito right here, right there uh, on my on our mouse pad. So, Tostudo, number two. Is this just is this sports teams or just mascots for brands? Anything, anything you want. It's your pick. I mean, I'm, you're going Cap and Crunch or something. No, no, no. I'm gonna go. <laughs> that would be a good. <laughs> that would be a good one. I'm gonna go with the Michelin Man. He's always a classic. Oh, we're getting wild now because I got a good one. Go ahead. I mean, I was in between the Michelin Man or Mr. Peanut, but I mean, he might he might make an appearance. I don't know. So I'm gonna go Michelin Man. We definitely got off the wrong track uh, here. The Michelin Man. <laughs> real name <laughs> is. Bibendium. <laughs> I swear that's Mets. true. And I'm struggling back. I'm gonna go, Mister Met. I like oh. Mister Met. Ah, Mister Met. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Mrs. Met. Yeah. There's a Mrs. Met as well, and uh, it's kind of a looker. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Man, I had a good one, but you've kind of opened a can of worms here. I'm going with Pillsbury, Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh. <laughs> Popping fresh. Yes, sir. Popping fresh. We're going to well here. We got an empty net in uh, New York. Go ahead, Tricky. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to keep mine to sports. Um, there used to be a San Francisco crab at uh, <laughs> San Francisco Giant Games, but the fans hated him so much they would pelt him with trash. So they had to get rid of him for his own safety. So uh, I'm going to go with... A mascot that was never 
a mascot of an actual team, but it's sports related. And that is the San Diego Chicken. Yes. Oh, I was just looking at him. He was great. It was a uh, it was a Greek feller from San Diego uh, that started it, and he would just show up at all kinds of games and get it into crazy hijinks. That San Diego Chicken. Snaking it back. Oh, well then, if I'm gonna get to uh, go back to back, I'm gonna stay in San Diego. The Swinging Friar. Useful. Because, uh, you know, that's you, awesome. You know. No, you know. we all know. Do you think he's a Houston Cougar fan? I think uh, he's just a fan of uh, making good contact at the plate. That's all that is. The Swinging Friar of your San Diego Padres. Always putting the bat on the ball. And and some are going to say I'm pandering here, but I'm going to stay home. The Oriole Bird. Is it a shame that he doesn't have a name? He's just the bird, the Oriole bird. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, I mean we're basic like, around here, Tricky. I mean, the kids get to yell, "Hey, Chairman, 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 Chairman!" <laughs> what do you call the? Hey, uh, Oriole bird, bird, bird. Hey, bird. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Come here, you bird. <laughs> All right. You uh, want the bird? Uh, you got a. I went Mr. Met, so I'm gonna keep it in then at least the fanatic, Philly fanatic. Absolutely, always, always a good time riding around on the on the uh, the four wheeler or messing with the players and everything like that. So uh, I've got him, and then I've got the Anaheim Ducks mascot. Oh, it was always a classic. I'm gonna take it here. Three for one. I thought we're doing trash panda there, tricky, but I didn't. I'm gonna go. Edgar Allen Ampo, throw it back oh. to when the Oriole or the Ravens first came yeah, to Baltimore. RIP that a- ACL injury recently yes, yes. too. So we we used to have three Edgar Allen Ampo, and then Edgar and Allen went to retirement. We just had Poe, but I'm gonna hit all the hometown in the Pillsbury. Pillsbury. Oh boy, <laughs> Edgar Allen and Poe. Tricky, finish us off. So who didn't make the list? Uh, honorable mention to the Phoenix Gorilla. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> he he does some great trampoline dunks. Yeah, uh, as does uh, Rocky the Mountain Lion at the uh, Nugget Games. If we're going uh, basketball uh, mascots, um, the New York Yankees do not have a mascot. For uh, all they're American. too good. They're too good. No, it's just, we're, we're, we're concentrating on serious stuff. We don't have time for playing around. We just have captains and pinstripes. Yeah. Uh, with the final pick. In the mascot, Mount Rushmore, Jordan said he was taking care of all the home teams, but he forgot. The ultimate home team. Yes. Team Snowbiz. And I got to go with Spooner. Spooner, one of the Snowbiz mascots and one of my personal favorites. I barely know. (laughs) Honorable mentions. Biscuit the Clown and the one that got away, Gravy. Biscuits (laughs) and Gravy. Mugsy? <laughs> Who's Mugsy? You didn't know Mugsy McDuck from Chrisfield? Trick or tricky. There's nothing better than the 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 biscuits and gravy that could have been. I don't know. Mugsy McDuck showed up at my house one time. Oh, we're actually on. Okay. We're, we're we're live. We're doing audible <laughs> no, mention. We live. Okay. Baby. No, Mugsy McDuck. Uh, I forget his name now. He's from Chrisfield. He's passed away now. He was a, a proud uh, military veteran. But he's also uh, dressed up like a duck and did kids' parties. Once uh, showed up to my parents' house when I was uh, house-sitting. They were out of the country. He showed up 
six foot man in a Donald Duck outfit came by to borrow some balloons. Oh, Stanford the tree. I forgot oh, about him. Oh, Stanford the tree. Yeah, that's a good honorable mention. Who the heck is Mike the Tiger? Oh, how about the oh, Bulldog? Oh, LSU, that's like oh, a live yeah. tiger. Oh, Ugga? Yeah. Or, Gr- gritty? Uh, yeah, there's um, uh, the Jazz Bear. That's as bad as the Brut- Oriole Bird. Brutus Buckeye. Oh, a classic yes, yes. Yeah, um, we could have gone with... Uh, yeah, Lee mentioned the... Um, the Notre Dame fighting leprechaun guy. Oh, Big Al. The only problem with the leprechaun guy, he changes. Yeah, that's you know? true. It's a, just a different a different ginger. Right. Shout out to Cody Rodden, the Nittany Lion. <clears throat> um, what about... Uh, What's the name of the buffalo there at uh, Colorado? Oh, yeah. What about the goat at, at Navy? Yeah. Or yeah. Delaware Blue Hen? And then oh, Bevo, Bevo the, uh, the, the Longhorn for Texas. I'm shocked you didn't point out Cosmo the Cougar, Tricky. Oh. oh yeah, yeah! Big shout out to Cosmo. Oh yeah, what about this cat from the Jaguars? Literal. What about this literal oh, cat? Oh yeah, the Jaguars mascot, the one that was wearing the thong underwear. <laughs> yes. yes. What was his name? Did they have his name up there? Oh, the president. Yeah. Oh, Big Head Ted's my favorite, dude. <laughs> I swear they they had this thing where he would lose every time. And it was always by some ridiculous fashion. Like, he'd, oh, yeah. he'd be in the lead, and then all of a sudden, one of them would jump on a bicycle and beat him, <laughs> or he'd trip. But it was he would never, ever win. Big head, Ted. Oh, you got the Ragnar the Viking? Uh, Wally. Wally the Green Monster. Yeah. I think it's Bernie. Oh, he's from the Heat. He's the Heat mascot, Bernie. Oh, the KC Wolf. Okay. Is oh, the Sausages. Oh yeah, the uh, racing sausages. Yeah, they were way before Milwaukee, the president. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's Mr. Matt. Oh, Yuppie. Oh, mm-hmm. The Jacksonville Deville. Jackson, Jackson Deville. Oh, sorry. sorry. Deville. Yeah, Jackson Deville. And the, the fanatic, fanatic yeah. number one. So I think we did a pretty good job on the uh, mascots. Yeah, that was pretty. But there good. it is. There's your Turtleheads Mount Rushmore mascot. Yo, Jay, hit it. Let's go. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. And without further ado, it is now time for Tricky Trivia with Mr. Tricky himself. This is a story that uh, Jordan and uh, Lee are already aware of. Apparently, after an Oriole victory recently, their post-game show, they didn't even want to talk about the uh, hometown Orioles. They wanted to talk about Drew Maggie, a 33-year-old that was just called up to the Major League roster uh, for Pittsburgh from A Altoona. Imagine being 33 years old and you're still playing double A ball. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering at what point do you th- say just, uh, I think it might be time to hang it up. He can't be married because, you know, his wife, <laughs> or five his wife, years, or, or she doesn't mind him being on the yeah, road. Yeah, just making some serious cash and they don't need the money. Right, because I can just imagine, you know, being in your late 20s and you're at double A and then, you know, the people at home are just like, all right, you know. All right, man, it's time to give up on the dream. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, 33 years old, 13 years in the minor league, uh, 1,155 games. Um, it's just amazing that uh, 
he was batting 194 at double a altoona <laughs> and gets called up to the major leagues like for what dude career 254 hitter uh was drafted in the 15th round in 2010 but uh there's a a video going viral of him when he gets the call up he's sitting there shirtless and obviously very surprised considering he's six for 31 on the season <laughs> with three RBIs and like uh I know it's you you're going to the big so I don't know why the Pirates brought him up I don't know if it was a publicity stunt but Hey, he got his cup of coffee, and he can say he's a major league ball player after 13 years in the minors. And did you know he was actually called? You might already say this. He was called up twice before. Uh, yeah. Last year by Minnesota, yep. but did not appear in a Correct. game. Yep. So he had the, he was on the phantom roster for two games and never got played. But yes. So congratulations, sir. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and tell your friends about Turtleheads. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we will see you next week. Love you.